Hey, I want to thank you for being a part of the story. It's time to do some pod crashing. Episode number 213 is with Brendan, the host of Master Talk on YouTube. Hey, Arrow, how are you? Fantastic. How are you doing, dude? Good, good, good. Life is great. Talk to me about where you are when it comes to reaching out and helping people move through their speaking troubles. Because, I mean, this is a gift that you've got. Where did you get it and how are you planting it? Yeah, for sure, Arrow. So for me, the the journey started when I was in college. I went to business school, funny enough, to be an accountant, which is literally opposite of what I do today. And when I was studying to be a numbers guy, I started competing in these things called case competition. Think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. <laughs> so while other guys my age are playing rugby or baseball or basketball, I wasn't really one of those guys. I did presentations competitively. And then as I started growing up, I started coaching all the other students, most of them for free back then, just to help them speak better. And then Arrow, what happened was I had the idea for the YouTube channel, Master Talk, because I realized, hey, wait a second, I'm sharing this information with them, but the world doesn't have access to it for free. So I started making videos, and then a few years later, turned to something I never could have imagined. Don't you love that? Because, I mean, it's something that you heard, and you went with it. You trusted it, and you had the confidence to do it, whereas a lot of people would rather say, ah, and then they go off and hide and then complain about it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and there's still things I complain about that I still have to work <laughs> on, but definitely when it comes to communication, I want to do something about it. Absolutely. The most common speaking fear that, that most people have. What I mean, because, you know, everybody says, oh, I can't get in front of people. Oh, yes, you can. I've seen you at McDonald's. You're in front of a lot of people there. Why can't you do it here? <laughs> yeah, that's a That's a great point that you bring up, Arrow. You know, for me, I think the reason why a lot of us are scared of communication, it's because of the habits we learned as kids. Yeah. Think about it. Where do we give most of our presentations? The answer is high school, it's middle school, it's elementary school. That's where we learn the habits of how to communicate ideas in a formal way. But the problem, Arrow, is all of those presentations. So it's never, hey, Arrow, what are you passionate about? Are you passionate about media or interviewing people or creating change in people's lives? No, you got to talk about Shakespearean poetry, <laughs> and that's your life. And then number three, Every presentation is tied to a punishment. Mm. So if you don't do a great job, you lose grades. So we grow up believing, Arrow, that communication is a chore and nobody wants to get better at doing the dishes. And that's why I think we were fearful of it. You're so right about that because even in radio, sitting inside a production or a program director's office where they're listening to your show, it's like, you, you couldn't have listened to the show without me. Why, why do I have to be here? I, I know when things are going wrong. And I think people feel the same way. It's like you're judging me by the, my thought process. Absolutely. Yeah. So one of the things that Master Talk and in, in, in hearing you share that journey, it, you know, it, and, and you know, the conversations we don't want to have are usually with bosses. And I think that with if listeners would go to your YouTube page and and really pay attention, it would help them during those moments where going to the meetings, participating with the meetings, and number two or number three, you know, when you want that raise, go get the raise. Don't sit back and let life happen. I completely agree, Arrow, and I appreciate the kind words as well. You know, for me, communication, like any skill, is all about momentum. So it's kind of like going to the gym. Sure, we can go up to a personal trainer and go, yeah, you know, I need a calorie count. I need a specific diet plan that's customized for me. And then the personal trainer looks at us and goes, well, are you guys walking 15 minutes a day? And I go, why is that relevant to exercise? And, and that's really the key is when we don't do step one, 
it's hard for us to build momentum to go to step seven or step nine. So for me, the way that I've always thought about it, Era, is what's the easiest thing or the two easiest things that people can do right now today as they're listening to this to really level up their skill set? And I'll give you one that's super easy to do, especially for those of you listening to this who have kids, is called the ranked and word exercise. Pick a word like strawberry, like home, like carpet, and create random presentations out of thin air. Mm -hmm. And what this does, Arrow, is that it helps us deal with uncertainty. And if we can make sense out of nonsense, we can make sense out of anything. So if you put a word like chair and you give a 60-second presentation on the spot, the word chair, well, you can talk about anything, including what you do for work. So it's a lot easier to navigate those situations. I call that stream thinking, and it's a daily exercise that I do. And what I do is I sit down with a piece of paper. I give myself 10 minutes to write about whatever, but fill that page with something. I love that. I love that. We call that morning pages, but yeah, that's an excellent throw. Oh, now, wait a second here. You say morning pages. Now now you're on my street here, bud, because, I mean, morning pages is a Julia Cameron thing. Are we studying the same art? I, I believe it's from Julia Cameron. I, I forgot who. I know I didn't invent it. It was somebody else, but I think it was Julia, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's, oh, see, we're on the same street. And, and you know, and it's when, when we're, see, it, it's moments like this that, that the universe is bringing people together so that you can go out and reach the other people who, like I've said before, are hiding. Because we do live in an age where we've got to have a voice. But if we keep turning off that voice, then, then everything that you're bringing forward is just going to sit there. And we've got to be able to turn it, what you're doing, into an activation for others. You're absolutely right, Aaron. You know, here's a great quote that one of my mentors taught me, and the quote is, visibility mm-hmm. is profitability. <laughs> visibility is profitability. Where you don't need to be on a stage necessarily or give a workshop in front of 300 people, but to your point, if you just take those small action steps to put yourself out there just a little bit, it doesn't need to be a big stage. It could just be, okay, I have a job interview, so let me implement Brendan's question drill, which is ask myself one question about the interview every single day so that I've answered 365 questions in a year. Like, I'll be so good at interviewing that I could really nail my next opportunity and get the results that I'm looking for in my life and in my career. And that's really the game that I, that I challenge people to reflect on and think about. Prepping for that talk to be up there as a speaker as well as just somebody in your community or and or at work prepping for it I, I'm a firm believer in doing show prep and or conversation prep it, it, but it's also an anxiety builder for other people how do they reach beyond that because you can't go into it just winging it absolutely Eric. so there's a couple points there to, to your awesome question one of them is of course you know doing the random word exercise a lot you know what I challenge clients to do or just people in general is do it a hundred times. Like, don't yeah. worry about how good you are, how bad you are at the exercise. Just ask yourself, are we getting points for doing it well or are we getting points for doing it a lot? And the answer is really doing it a lot. So if you do it a hundred times, which only takes three weeks, by the way, if you do it five times a day for five minutes, you'll hit a hundred pretty quickly. And what this does is it makes you a lot more comfortable with uncertainty. So that's one piece that we need to consider here. The other piece is how do we prepare for presentations in a way that it's a lot easier for us to get the job done? Yeah. And the way that I teach it is called puzzles. So all of us used to play jigsaw puzzles as a kid, or at least most of us, where you got a box, you got 500 pieces in the box, and you have to put the puzzle together. <laughs> so now the question for all of us becomes, when we work on a jigsaw puzzle arrow, which pieces do we start with first? Mm-hmm. And the answer is the edges. Yep. Because the corner pieces 
are really easy to find. And then you work your way into the middle. But the problem, Arrow, is we don't do that in our communication. We have a big presentation coming up. So what do we do? We start the middle first. We shove a bunch of content. <laughs> we get to the presentation. We ramble throughout. And then the last slide sounds like, oh, yeah, thanks. So instead <laughs> what you want to do is practice with the edges first. Do the intro 10 to 15 times. It only takes 30 minutes because it's two minutes. Same thing with the conclusion. What's a great movie with a terrible ending? Terrible movie. Then tackle the middle. <laughs> I'm, I'm into the firm belief that we should be more into transition walking. And what I mean by that is, is that we all transition our energy several times throughout the day. If we don't take those walks before we take, you know, create the talk, then, then we're missing out on a major part of, of the message that we want to bring forward. How do you feel about walking? I, I love that idea. Transition walking is a really interesting strategy for sure, Arrow. And and I agree with you in the sense that managing our energy is really important, right? You know, for me, communication is like juggling 18 balls at the same time. Mm-hmm. And one of those balls is storytelling. One of those balls is body language. One of those balls is energy management, to your point. But it's confusing and, and it's, it makes it much harder for people who are getting started to say, my God, how do I juggle? all of these 18 balls at the same time. And that's really the keys, it's one ball at a time. So for those of you listening to this, the takeaway is, do the random word exercise 100 times and don't do anything else until you've done that. Mm -hmm. Then do the question drill 100 times. Then do the video messages 100 times. And then slowly stack the wins over and over again. And then you get into topics that you mentioned, Arrow, around energy management, okay, what does my energy look like today? And how is that going to affect my presentation? Mm-hmm. And what are some strategies I can implement to better manage the energy? And the key is really you just got to pick what works for you. So in your case, the walking bit works really well for you. Somebody else, it might just be, you know, living in silence for an hour right. before the presentation. Right. Somebody else is drinking a diet soda. You just got to pick, <laughs> actually don't drink too much diet soda, but that's really the, the idea. <laughs> I heard a great quote in the new movie Air, which is going to be in theaters very soon. And the quote was, I don't have friends, I have clients. How many people are on that stage when, they, when they're speaking to a group of people think that same way? And I don't think that's a healthy place to be. I agree. You know, when, when you have a negative mindset around the audience, that's what you're creating. And to make this a little bit more spiritual, I don't get too deep into this, but, you know, Steve Hardison says it's not about what you do, it's about who you're being. Yeah. Like, think about this conversation right now, Arrow. The audience is listening to this and thinking, man, Brent and Arrow must have known each other for like 10 years. <laughs> they like uh, went to high school together, did it college together, but we're meeting literally for the first time right now in this conversation. <laughs> but it sounds like we've known each other for a long time. So that's really goes back to your point around that, that quote in the movie, which is it's, if, if what you perceive is what you create. So if you see the audience as your fans, as your friends, as winners, as incredible people that are there to support you, your energy will reflect that. But if you see them as the enemy, the war, the rival, the battle you're about to enter, then that's how you'll show up as well. And I definitely recommend against that. Wow. Where can people go to find out more about you, Brendan? Because you're spot on with your energy and what you're doing with it. Because people People's lives are going to change through you. I really appreciate kind words and thanks for the work that you're doing as well, Arrow. The two ways to keep in touch 
the first one is definitely the YouTube channel. You just go to Master Talk in one word to have access to hundreds of free videos on how to speak. And the second way to keep in touch is my rockstarcommunicator.com website. I do a free workshop every two weeks on communication over Zoom. That's live, it's free, and it's fun. Eight-year-olds come to that call. (laughs) 55-year-olds come to that call. It's parties everyone's invited to. So if you want to go there, you can register for the next one at rockstarcommunicator.com for free. Dude, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Absolutely. It's such a treat, man. Thanks for having me. You be brilliant today, okay? You too, man.